Frank, come man. How you doing? There you are. <laughs> there I am. <laughs> it's wonderful to see you. You look like you're wearing a, like a football helmet or something. <laughs> it's my baseball cap, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, the, the space between the, um, the headphones and the hat itself look like stripes, like a fancy bird head or something. Say that again, the face between what? The place between the, uh, the, uh, the arms of the earphones and your hat shows up white like stripes on the head of a bird. Oh, here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're my wings. Yeah. Yes, they're your beautiful wings. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So yeah. We, it's finally happened. There's a lot of yep. doing and throwing. <laughs> yes, yes. Seems so, like you had a good time at the music festival, though. Yeah, I was a bit mad. It was great fun. Um, hadn't been to one in a good while, so it was nice. Good for you. Yeah, uh, it sounds beautiful. Yeah, yeah, it's good crack now, yeah. Sleeping now in the tent and the tent collapsing from the rain. <laughs> Um, in the middle of the night and then having to move out of the glove compartment which I was kind of in that part of the tent uh, it was fine yeah. now, but you know and then the, there's probably better ways you know having mattresses and things like that and yeah that sounds fun we have a we have a van that we slide the seats up out of and just camp inside of it so yeah. we're good for rain and snakes and Bugs, etc., etc. Okay, van. Yeah. yeah, is it a, one that is not a VW van? Is it? No, no, no. Okay. We could never afford repairs on something like that. Yeah, it's, it's more that, like a. Go ahead. I was going to say, there's wonder they don't keep those going because there'd still be such a demand. They're such an iconic uh, vehicle, really. I think they well, do. The, they're mm. wonderful. They're beautiful. However, the problem at least around here and in other parts of the country is you can't find a, a reliable and honest repair man or yeah. woman. So, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah, they can be expensive. I had a friend that had one from 1970 and we drove um, through France, from the top of France down to the bottom and back up again. Wonderful. Oh, yeah. how fun. It was, it was fun, yeah. Although I think we drove each other a bit crazy back when. It's a long time yeah. ago. It helps if you get along. Yeah. If you live in a small space. Yeah. My husband and I live in a trailer. We took all the walls out of it and put lots of windows in. So okay. there's really no other room. Right. We've had the bathroom open for a while, but with guests that got kind of strange. So we put the walls back in. Yeah. There's limits. There's limits. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> So a trailer, so like what's that exactly me, uh, you know, what's your description of a trailer versus, is it like a mobile uh, home? Like a well, it, it moved once after it was made to our yeah. property. So are you thinking in feet or yeah. meters? Yeah, because we've recently, during the summer, we got one that's, uh, yeah, they're, they're a lot different than they were 30 years now, ago. This is a... This is a, a 54 foot long trailer. Okay. And it's about 14, 13, 14 feet wide. So it's like a train car. Yeah. Really. Okay. Yeah. We just uh, put a bunch of sliding glass windows in, which in there are doors because the ceilings are so low. 
Right. So we have kind of an indoor outdoor type of deal going on. Yeah. And you're right. I'll send you a video. Do yeah. So you're right in the wilderness there, is it? Yes. Yes. Do you want to see? Yeah, definitely. See if yeah. I can turn the camera around. Okay. There we are. Oh wow. Yeah. The Rockies is the word that comes to mind, but that's it. Isn't is it the Rockies? It's not the Rockies. That's where. Well, it's it's Utah and it's Utah. desert mountains. Okay. So they're red rock, old sand dunes. Really, the Rockies are granite, and this is uh, this is the other. Now I don't know how to turn it back. Oh, there we go. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it is really beautiful. Yeah. Yes, this is when you go for your walk. I've seen some of your videos on YouTube and you're <laughs> very happy tipping along in that beautiful space there. Seems. Yeah, it is beautiful. There's so many things that um, you try to do to make yourself happy, you know, when you feel that lack, you know. So a lot of it for me was, you know, well, let's see, lose weight, get fit. <laughs> find love move to a beautiful place <laughs> and nothing ever works <laughs> but so yeah. we did end up in such a beautiful place yeah which uh, is nice yeah that's <laughs> just have, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i was talking to someone this morning i even studied uh, biochemistry in college because i wanted to go into neurobiology and trying to try to find out how to feel good that was my goal you know yeah that elusive goal that can never be found because it's just an idea. Yeah. Uh, did you know what you were looking for? No. Oh, no. Uh-uh. Like I said, you know, there's always these goals that come up. And, um, but it's just that horrible feeling of lack, of incompleteness, you know. And so I could say it was a long quest to find love or something, but I never had an idea. I never even heard of this, <laughs> you know. Yeah. My husband and I spent many years traveling in India the whole winter, many, many winters. And we met a lot of seekers, you know, and they all wore white, you know, and they talked in really hushed voices. And <laughs> yeah. it just seemed like they were trying to be dead. And I just thought, you know, where's the bar? You know, <laughs> what's all this stuff going on? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. 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 yeah, where's the fun? Because, you know, I heard of no self, but that doesn't make any sense, you know? It's no. like, what does that mean? It does, it's like, it doesn't make any sense. And I had never heard there were no things. I never had read that. So it came as quite a shock. <laughs> yeah. And it's still amazing. Yeah. Yeah. But there's no things. Because the closest the intellect can get is interconnectedness or interrelatedness, you know. And I heard a bunch of nonsense like the thing is not the name. <laughs> the opposite is true. So, yeah. Yeah, I suppose it's yeah. the idea of a concept versus the reality. You know, it's kind of like eating empty words and then seeing, in a way, any concept can just... It will always leave you feeling still hungry, even if it might kind of suggest something's nice on the menu. It's still just a concept. Right. Because this conceptual world, this known world, 
basically made of learned shared words, this shared dream of separation is the only world we can know because we're conceptual beings, we're imaginary. So we live in a world of imaginary things and time and separate moments. And so when the floor falls through, it's like you crash through a mirror and you find there's nothing on the other side. There, is, there are no sides and there's no middle. <laughs> so um, the razor of thought cannot even come close to what I might talk about if I say things like unicity or wholeness or other words, because as soon as I say it, it sounds like it's a thing. Mm -hmm. Even nothingness or emptiness, it's not, they all sound like things because mm -hmm. that's what you know the brain does, okay? <laughs> So um, what either, there's just no cause for it all to come crashing through itself, <laughs> you know, because it's not a belief. It, it can't be understood, you know, and it doesn't even happen to you because <laughs> there's no you for it to happen to. It's like your whole life you've been looking for the treasure and suddenly it's all treasure, but it's an empty prize for no one. It's just spectacular <laughs> so the dream of separation where we are hello beautiful frank i love you is the only place where um beauty and love exist because <laughs> they're concepts yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that's pretty cool what you said there i can't remember it, but i i like <laughs> um, well you well it's like um can you take, like, can you find an edge to what's going on? Can you grab something and take it outside of what's going on? You know, where would it go? <laughs> can you yeah. bring something or add something to what's going on? You know, where would it come from? And there are no edges, obviously. It's just seamless. It is only thought, the thought dream, which seems to separate the perceptual input into separate things and moments, you know, even though no one can find a separate moment, <laughs> there's belief in that. So I think that's what the great tension is. If you are a seeker is like, because you know the seamlessness, but it's intuited. So what you long for is to capture it, but it cannot be captured or grasped. And it cannot be made anew because it's always this way. Yeah. What do you think of the words? All it was always known. Yes, I would say it was always intuited. Yeah, intuited, right? Okay. Yeah. Mm hmm. Because it's obvious. Oh, you know, <laughs> the great surprise too is like um, there was never anyone doing life. Life never happened to anyone. You know, there never was. It was. <laughs> So like when this first happened, I thought, oh, well, surely I'm going to pee my pants <laughs> or maybe my body will crumble to the floor because it's just such so amazing. And then it's just obvious that there never was anyone doing anything, you know, it just all happened by itself. Uh, do you remember at all, um, this is just a curiosity, in that um was it all in that movement that never was? But do, do you remember being totally freaked out or was it all cool and nice? Just 
when when nothing happened <laughs> um no it was not freaky at all the freakiness was the year preceding it i would say mm. which was a lot of uh you know the story starting to erase itself but i never fought it I, it always felt perfect in a way even the searing pain <laughs> you know it just always felt just right somehow so no there wasn't any confusion or non-confusion when it first happened just felt like it just felt so natural i thought oh well you know everyone's got to know about this certainly <laughs> it's you know it's just obvious so you know I, I looked um i didn't know a lot about spirituality or religion i was never into it but i looked at various pages you know um buddhist zugchen because my the person I read a lot was a Zugshin master from 700 years ago, right. and um, Zen groups and stuff, and and no one seemed to be talking about it. You know, they would talk about there was no self. Usually, people who were talking that way would say what they are. They're, I'm not a self, but instead I'm awareness or consciousness or you know what I mean. They they find a bigger, better self. Yeah. And uh, so it took a long time to find people who knew there were no things. And uh, I think it's very rare, or perhaps just a lot of people don't talk about it, you know. But I've always been kind of a performer type. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm like a song and dance man type of person. Yeah, yeah. because it just, sometimes it can, people, you know, when you're just talking there, but like it can come across that this, these words, if they're believed, can appear like somebody knows something. And so then, you know, Whereas it's the absolute opposite, I get the yes. impression. It's, it's, the, it's the zero knowings and nobody's comfortable in the zero knowings. It's just... Yes, yes. Because as conceptual being, the self wants more knowing. And really, I, it seems to me that all of the knowing and trying to find out more and more and more is to become more solid it's the fear of not knowing it's the fear of no solidity and no reference points whatsoever that draws a search for knowing whereas what happens it's just a sublime unknowing mm. you know it's just and there's no one to know it's just um edgeless seamless <laughs> scintillating <laughs> three-dimensional light fabric <laughs> yeah. yeah it's that yeah i can like the um it's like this on uh, like nothing is when you hear nothing is everything it flatlines the brain but it's 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 because of what you're saying the no things it seems because there are no things there's everything in that <laughs> it's a load of shit, yeah it's not separate the conceptual world is not separate from the unknowing I mean, we're so used um, to you know, are we so used to in a way that when somebody talks it appears like there's a center to that talking and so that talking knows something and it must it still is a part you still project an apartness on someone but the reality is all words are just sounds aren't they like they're just all sounds appearing like they mean something to somebody but they're all just 
they're not well, important. I'm saying well, that they're it's, not important, but they're still amazing as well. I'm not, I'm not diminishing. I'm just saying when there's a, a belief that the words mean something, this is kind of question, when there's a belief that the words mean something, then you, yes. you dissect the words. That's the belief in separation, mm. which is the world, you know, the known world of separate things and moments and events. So it seems like, for example, um, if I say the word tree, you know, and it, you know, you get a picture of a tree in your head and it, it, it um, can look like a lot of different trees. It can look like an evergreen or a deciduous tree or a little shrub or a giant 80 foot tree or something. So it's basically, I just want to preface this by saying that um, anything said about the dream paints the dream, right? So <laughs> I'm just painting more dream fabric with these words. So um, the kind of like, there's this perceptual input. Okay, now I'm, I'm creating separate things and it's inseparable simultaneous recognition. And then thought, which seems to lasso a part of that and freeze frame it and create something solid called a tree. And as far as meaning and non-meaning, um, that just goes along with it. So I, I wouldn't say it's meaningless. I would say there's no meaning or non-meaning. There's it's not even nothing. And so in this dream of separation, um, there is uh, you and me and love and trees and mountains. And not believing in the dream is still the dream. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, the meaning, it's the feeling of solidity. And I think um, the search is created by the knowing that there is none and the longing for it. Because that fear is great. It's, it's, it's death, you know. And even though there's no one to die, I would have to say that here it felt like I was dying, you know. It was not a fun thing, <laughs> yeah. you know. I don't know if people all talk about the story of that, but it's not exactly a, a wonderful thing. But... No. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's if every anchor is pulled that is that made. Yeah. Yeah, every reference point. You know, it's a shoreless sea, and there are no harbors. There is no beach. There's no place to rest. Yeah. And you know, people call it falling, but it's more like crashing. <laughs> you know, it's like a high, you know, a freight train hitting the side of a mountain. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it is. All your anchors are pulled until there's not even nothing left. Yeah, it's fun, yeah. Right, funny when you describe, it's, when you describe your, uh, an experience there, it's amazing how um, there's no way you can, there's no way on this, <laughs> you can't grasp that. You, you say it lovely and it's almost gentle, the words when you're saying it. There's no way you can grasp the, the the madness of that either. There's no way you can capture madness until you're eating madness. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that's why poetry can convey it, because it is ambiguous words and phrases, which seem to be able to catapult the mind out of its assumed grooves, you know, the assumption of knowing, and kind of leave ah, the hangingness with nowhere to go but um so it's it's fun to write 
you know, I, uh, I just, I don't feel like I've ever written anything. That's why I give more books away than I sell. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah. Okay. yeah. And how is, um, how are, is, is life? How is not even like, how are things? <laughs> Everything uh, but how, like, in a way, if you were to describe this happening for you, <laughs> can you describe it? And can you describe how things are? What it feels like? Yeah, just. Uh, I would say uh, there's no one here because there is no here. And there's no one there because there is no there. And even love is the dream. But the dream is just fucking spectacular. <laughs> and it just feels like a dream. A dream. <laughs> you know, just a, it's also not dreamlike in that it's not fady or obscure. It's vibrant and alive yeah. beyond measure. Yeah. It's the only show Because, you know, the imaginary... <laughs> yeah. It's the, the only imaginary show. Character, <laughs> Yeah, it's the it's it's our world. This is it. Still show in town, yeah. Yeah. So uh, you know, the imaginary character uh, changes quite a lot. I uh, at least it did for me. I wasn't, you know, like this before. Well, there is no before, but um, <laughs> it does change a lot because so much of the thought stream changes, and and uh, there's no one left to uh, read it. <laughs> <laughs> this the story continues, but there's no one reading it anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, and I asked just even then on thoughts and and um, the, the 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 content of thoughts because there isn't you can't exactly draw a line and for when it's when it's end game, can you? I'm just curious about your the content of thoughts. There's content considerably the having a clue though what's happening. Do they or do they? Well, it's just yeah. But the thought again? stream. Yeah. Thoughts are just another concept. They're another made-up thing. But the thought stream changes a lot, you know, because there's no more self-judgment or self-criticism. There's no more trying to figure out how I feel, why I feel that way, how I can feel better. There's no more um, feeling like anyone or anything or the world is broken. There's nothing that needs to be fixed. So if you can imagine not having that thought stream, I don't know what it's like for you, but that was a huge shift to not, to not have that at all. So there's not a... Um, there's just nothing broken, but there are no things. <laughs> so, so yeah, the, the content changes a lot. And uh, there's just no one paying attention to it, really, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like a sublime emptiness, but no one has it. So it can't be given away or shared or any way. Yeah. 
And when, you know, when words like emptiness and fullness and um, they can appear like, uh, you see, we're talking about, <laughs> the, we're, we're talking about the forever after in a way. This is, this is the forever, always the forever, is it? Like there isn't, this is timelessness. This is the- Yes, this, it's like never and forever collide and yeah. erase each other, right? Because before, what it is, is there's a belief and the feeling of something other, something better, something more, or something next, right? There's always that next, you know? <laughs> and so this is the end of the, the need or the belief in other, better, more, and next. It's just, that's all gone. So there's no more feeling like things should be a certain way or... And there's no, it's not like it's an acceptance. I think a lot of my friends thought, oh, you know, she's gotten this deep acceptance of what's going on, but there's no one to accept it or reject it or surrender to it or anything, you know? It's, so it's just um, this dream of separation, which is no longer believed, or so there's no separation felt. And yet it is spectacular as well. Yeah. Because this is where love is, you know. <laughs> That's pretty cool. <laughs> this yeah. is where beauty is. That's all imaginary. What's all imaginary? Beauty and love? Yeah. Yeah. It's like music. If you think of music, you need separate notes to have a melody, right? So there's a imaginary separation is required to recognize unicity. So it's not like the dream ends or something because awakening is the dream as well. You know, it's just a story. Awakening. No one is darkened. <laughs> awakening yeah. to no awakening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the end of belief in next and the feeling that there's gonna be a next or that there's something better or there's just something waiting right around the corner, you know, reading yeah. one more word or, you know, doing one more technique or just doing something, something, something has to be done, but there's no one to do anything and there's no one to do nothing. So, and because this is already the case, nothing need be done. So, yeah. yeah. But you can see how every word seems to paint this dream of separation. If every word seems to create a thing, then it's like throwing lassos in the sky and catching air. <laughs> so I would say it's more like it's emptiness without emptiness. You see, whatever <laughs> space without space. We're we're just talking about this. Yeah. Yeah. And then that's um, pretty fucking unbelievable. And, yes. Um, it's kind of, um, and once you step beyond that, it's totally fine to step beyond that, but it's still then it appears in a way, doesn't it, that um, it could be other, even though that's still this. <laughs> no way right. to it, really. From what right. I that was said beautifully. It seems like there's another, but that's still this. Yeah, that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, I mean, you, no one can find an edge or an outside to what's going on. 
So there's no escape from the dream because there is no outside to the dream. And there is no inside. Because inside and outside is all made up. All this and that is made up, mentally fabricated. Yeah. So the what drives the seeker is the feeling of lack and the, the belief in more and next. And it doesn't matter that you've never found a next. <laughs> you know, the belief doesn't go away. That's, that's why all that self-inquiry and all those techniques and stuff don't work because they just seem to solidify the uh, painful feeling of separation. And also maybe that there a, the, also the sense of there must be a place in, in this chaos for a me. There must be a place in chaos <laughs> for me. And somewhere I can put my flag and say, here, right. I've arrived. Because yeah all you see everywhere and um yes because um along with the arising of the belief in self is the fear of its demise so you know maybe if you can make yourself solid or find some solidity then um maybe you won't die yeah. you know? so, and so even that's the non-dual thing in a way it's even it's even trying to find a no self <laughs> <laughs> right right because you saw a lot of teachers they'll say oh you know uh, you know uh, there is no self i don't exist right but and so in some some sometimes what they seem to be saying is that i am a non-self <laughs> but what i always say is i'm an imaginary self <laughs> like you can't be a non-self what does that mean you know this is the dream right here you know this couple's passing with their beautiful dog and uh hi and uh, so, yeah, or, you know, I would say, I say to people, I'm just as real as you are, and tomorrow. <laughs> just an idea, which has no solidity. There isn't any. And so that's what I'm saying is people know this in, or intuit it, that there is no solidity. Um, and yet there's the belief in separation and in solidity. So I think that creates quite a dissonance. And for some people, like it did for me, it just um, was very painful. And other people seem to be bouncing around their life and so happy with getting their new car, or, you know, going out to dinner or something. Yeah. So, yeah, but for other people, it's just maddening to find this elusive thing. And I, like I said, I wasn't in, really into spirituality that much or religion. And, you know, living out here in Utah, uh, <laughs> in the boonies, it was very uh, limited to things that we were exposed to. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I, I, um, obviously, something in the something in the story that you were given about this happening, there wasn't the, something in it, just there was a crack started to show. And obviously then you started going to look for an explanation, or not an answer or something oh. to, to fill the cracks. No, after, after the shift, no, I wasn't looking to fill the cracks. I knew that this was it. This is what I'd been looking for, even though I didn't have any idea. No, I was just looking, just curious, really to mm -hmm. see if there were other people who knew this because it seemed so obvious or unknew it. 
Yeah. And uh, I didn't find a lot of people, but I didn't know where to look. I was, you know, I'm still internet, not that good at it, but getting better. <laughs> yeah. So that there were no cracks to fill. There was no sense of lack. There was no one to be lacking. Yeah. There wasn't, you know, I, I wouldn't say there's, well, you can't say it. it's not fullness. It's not emptiness. It's not wholeness. It's not unicity. <laughs> uh-huh it's not an it and there are no it's yeah mm. so this is the case always without time or non-time this seamless ease of no thingness is what's going on and yet at the same time there's the dream of separation the known world but they're not separate because all this and that made up <laughs> So it's just everything I say just paints the dream, you know, that's creates the beginning and end more of it. concepts. Isn't that the beginning and end of it in a way? I mean, maybe you see for a very long time, I kind of struggled with the, I felt listening to people, I really believed the words that I was hearing and I felt that they knew something that I didn't. And yes. That I could get to there, I'd be... I'd I'd know what they knew and then I'd be more at peace or whatever concept that was there. But the reality was that it wasn't about acquiring, it was about losing everything. Right. Or, um, I did too, even, you know, I, I, yeah. I read books and listened to things and, you know, we cleaned houses and I was listening to um, different teachers and this and that while we were doing things. But what happened here is like suddenly, and it was right around my 50th birthday, although I'm not an age freak, so that wouldn't have really been anything like that. But it just, it just suddenly hit me like a sledgehammer that all I had done my entire life had not brought me one bit closer to this elusive goal when I didn't even know what it was. And it was like I was just stunned for a month, just like, and then that's when the ripping and shredding started. And it was a year later when the shift happened. But I know what you mean. You just, there's the belief that someone knows something and you'll read anything you can because like there's got to be an understanding because that's trying to fill the cracks. Yeah, trying to fill the emptiness. But instead it's like the emptiness that you feel, that's really true. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's really, that's it. That emptiness that's so scary that that is true there's nothing in there there's nothing inside there's not even nothing because <laughs> nothing could be made into a thing right so there's not even nothing mm. yeah yeah not and it can't nothing. even be thought about yeah it can't be thought about because thought is a razor every word is like a razor slicing up what cannot be divided or split and what has no edges and yes, thought appears in the primordial spaghetti soup as much as anything. <laughs> and when the chaos is, that is the chaos as much as anything else. But when the, maybe there is something, I don't know even if that's true though to say, but this is the spaghetti. Like I was talking to yeah. somebody and we were talking about an experience where it felt like being plunged in, into this sense of primordial soup, but this is the primordial soup constantly appearing as. Yeah, it's more like alphabet soup. 
<laughs> Looking for love in a bowl of alphabet soup. <laughs> yeah. I would never say that there is a primordial soup or whatever appearing as this. Um, because there is no before. You know, there is, there is no before or after. So it's just life doing itself, of itself so. Um, looking and feeling like anything at all, really. Yeah. But yeah, I like the, the when we were kids, we had a um, spook house on Halloween. We would make a big thing of spaghetti and the people would have to stick their hand in there and we would tell it was brains. <laughs> yeah. The before and after thing is um, striking as well when you just when you say it there because like really um, you live in beginning and ends and you assume that everything begins and ends and you assume that well what you're saying has a beginning it comes from somewhere inside and it goes somewhere out to me let's just say and back again that's how you right but. Yeah, that's, that's the belief in separation. Again, so if there's yeah. thought, there must be a thinker. If there's feeling, there must be a feeler. And if there's all this, it must come from somewhere. And, um, but there isn't. <laughs> because no one's ever found a before or after or a next. And yet the belief in it. And so I think that's a lot of the dissonance I spoke of that people feel that I felt. It was like, it's painful. Because also even, it cannot be contemplated, but even trying to contemplate it, it just gets really slippery and there's no place to land. There's nothing to hold on to. Yeah. And that's the beauty of it. It's like everything that I feared became so beautiful. Yeah. And it's a... You know, it just it feels like love, but not like any ideas I had of love, you know. Just, if there's no feeling of separation, every other imaginary character I see, <laughs> um, it just feels like love, you know. And you'd like to say it I, to everyone, but you can't. <laughs> I love you, you're beautiful. <laughs> You learn, you learn to hide the love, really. Yeah, that's funny because in our messaging, it's it's um, it's quite nice to read. You say nice things in your messages. I think it's kind of it's 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 interesting. It's not interesting is the word, but it's kind of nice. It's so um, uh, friendly and loving or whatever. It's quite nice. Yeah, it's just yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah I, I love you, Frank. <laughs> I love you, Frank. You're very beautiful, especially with your your bird hat on. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, my freedom yeah. hat. Yeah. <laughs> your race, racing stripes. Mm, yeah. yeah. Jesus. But you you do learn how to hide it, you know, because you know people think you're coming onto them. Or <laughs> I remember just when I was in that month of shock, I went into a supermarket and I just said hi to the the vegetable guy. And I found that he was following me around. <laughs> so you, you learn how to hide it a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, I had that. I was yeah. having sandwiches with these guys and I was kind of going, uh, 
it's not like I wanted to say anything, but I kind of wanted to just put, you know, like you're in class. I was saying this that you're in class and you you um you want to answer a question and you're very excited to put your hand up and then when the it comes to you, you kind of go, um, I just want to put my hand up because I don't <laughs> say. Or it's like kind of a feeling yeah. of seeing um, a beautiful woman and going straight up to her and going and then absolutely nothing can come out because it just <laughs> doesn't, there's nothing to be said. Yeah. It's more just that sense of excitement a little bit, but then that's kind of making it something. But just that little excitement of, oh yeah, look. Yes. <laughs> what, yeah. What, what's, what's this? Not even, I'm not even asking the question. I'm just going, hi. Hi. Uh, beautiful. Mm. That's beautiful. Yeah, I feel more like a puppy dog, you know, seeing <laughs> look. A puppy dog. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, you know, just wagging my tail. This is so great. That's a nice way to put it. Uh, my doggy is always happy to yeah. see me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, How old's your dog? Four. She's a golden retriever. Oh, um, oh, how beautiful. What's her name? Bonnie Tyler. Bonnie. Bonnie. All right. Bonnie, yeah. Have I lost you? Oh. Ah. Hiya. You still there? Yes. Okay. I got you. you but can you hear me? I can okay. hear you. I think your your image is gone. Let me just uh, ask to start video. It's probably in a dodgy spot um, where you are. Is it? Um, I've tried not to move too much. So it says my video is still on. It should be okay. But it's getting really windy. Yeah, so, I, can't, um, I can't see you, but it's, I can hear you well. Oh, okay, well, we can still talk then. Yeah. I can hear you just fine. You have such a beautiful voice. It's very <laughs> musical. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, it's very... Um, yeah, I was chatting to somebody today, and we're like, it is the kind of loudest discussion in the room and uh, they kind of sometimes presume that, well not even presume, it has to be known everywhere. It's just that everybody is maybe tipping away and not talking about it. I don't, yeah, what's going on with that is just the way it is. That's just, yeah. is loud as and feeling like anything at all. Yeah. 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 Just do itself. I mean, you can say nothing ever happened, nothing ever will, and nothing happening now. But that saying that is also the dream. <laughs> yeah, because I don't talk about this. Oh, there you are. I don't talk about this with people I know around here. And there's a lot of spiritual seekers that they want to merge with God, or you know, they yeah. they like they love all that spiritual crap, which I was never interested in. Yeah. So, 
it's just uh, just a few people are interested. And, and I think that I get people will come and go and talk to me for a while, maybe a month or a few years, and then they'll leave and maybe they'll come back or not because they finally realized I really can't give them anything. <laughs> I got nothing to give, you know. So um, I, 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 it's not a very popular thing to talk about because people want to talk about spirituality they want they want a goal you know they want a place where they're going to arrive where they're going to feel this peace and you know and <laughs> all this uh, mystical magical stuff and what what is never seen until maybe it is is that it's all magical <laughs> it's all gold you know looking for the gold and it's all gold yeah but it's, it is also like that life the journey of life is almost this journey of becoming is almost marketing itself everywhere you know through everything yes. that is learned and taught and seen that there is a place mm -hmm. somebody can get to and there is an arrival to yes. the strain of becoming and there is a place to put the flag i finally i am here i've arrived except then when i have to do my taxes then that's not it it has to be <laughs> only when i'm feeling the peace and the bliss then, right. but then that's constrained. Right. But you see, in that as well, it seems like that really, it's all the things that, um, all those marketing messages and concepts that you've brought with you your entire life, you're kind of going, you're absolutely believing that no matter, you, you hear this, I, I heard this is it for 10 years. I mean, right. I, heard, I heard, but I didn't hear it. Uh, but the start was this is it, and then it then went on to talk about the self and the losses of another, and that's the bit I focused on. I never heard the this is it part. That was yeah. That was the that was yeah. That was the killer because there in that the embrace of the. You know, the thing is, like, if we were chatting and I told you, because I've, I've known people throughout the years and I was to tell them my story and they would tell me their story of how they became something and they can show me and then one to the other almost depend on each other then, the, the teacher and the student and all that. That can... Yeah. Happen. Yes. Well, you know... This first happened, I would say, that I wanted to Yeah, you're breaking up. You're, you're falling apart on me a little bit. There you go. You're gone. Oh. <laughs> you're back. I was going to say, I felt like running up the canyon like a deer and splashing through the water and laughing at the clouds and just, you know, but um, you go through a canyon and, you know, there's... I'm losing, you. I'm losing oh. you a little bit there oh. now. You're kind of okay. coming well, and going. Maybe we, should, maybe, we should, maybe we should call it good then because I haven't really moved much. Have you but not? just the canyon. Yeah, I think we did really well even to, uh, given how remote it looks that we're able to chat at all, it's pretty cool. No, yeah, so, it's wonderful I, to I, talk I, with I, you. 
yeah, I'll get, the, I'll get out there with my camera someday, maybe. That would be um, a cool thing to happen. Um, you never know how to... Yeah, you never know. In the wild, wild west, you'll have to get a cowboy hat. <laughs> I, I would love that. Oh, okay. <laughs> I would love a cowboy hat. Oh, I wish I could <laughs> send you one. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'd wear a good cowboy hat now. I'd be into that now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the only person who's ever recognized me from my videos didn't know my name, but they saw my hat. Okay. And they said, oh, you're the lady with the big hat who makes the non-dual videos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah. It's, it's, yeah, obviously, like, it's, um, there's a passion, it seems to be a passion in your words and in your, um, I think it's exploding rainbows, your words yeah. pop up and uh, you seem to have a passion for this. Yeah. I love, singing, I love singing about not even nothing. <laughs> but, yeah. you know, it's never feeling like there's anyone doing life so, or writing songs or anything. It's just seamless ease, you know, just all happening by itself. And yeah, the, the, the feeling of planting a flag um, because self is the belief in other, better, more, or next. And so there's a feeling of trying to arrive somewhere, but it's more like the path collapses, you know, the ground collapses, the goal collapses, <laughs> everything collapses. So because that's when all those beliefs are seen through, it's just no longer felt. Yeah. Yeah. Did you ever did you ever do psychedelics years ago? Did you ever kind of Oh yeah, I did psychedelics a lot in the early eighties. Yeah. 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 I loved them. This is better though. <laughs> this is better this is better than acid. But I did. I loved acid. You know? Yeah. And so that's one reason I called it when this happened, I called it the big wow. Because that's kind of what I felt like when I was tripping. Yeah. The big wow. Yeah. And do you think yeah. that acid can um, can show this at all, or hint towards this? Or is it, it it does break the person apart a little bit, but it's still, what do you think of that idea? Um, uh, one of my friends, uh, Michael Markham, who's in our group, uh, yeah. met someone when he was a hospice volunteer. And um, the guy was dying of ALS, but he got to know him and talked to him. And he could tell that Fred had, you know, had had this shift or his brain had had it or whatever. And he asked him what happened. And he said, years and years ago, I took some LSD and my world turned apart and it never came back. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm not suggesting anyone use drugs. No, I know you're not. No, no. I would have <laughs> but, it, for me, yeah. <laughs> but for me, the first time I took acid brought me out of like a, the depression I'd been in from years when I was eight until about 20. So it's like, it broke some of the hypnotic trance. And then I would have to say, I spent the next, you know, 30 years looking for the big wow, probably. You know, but I did it a lot. I mean, I did it every two weeks. For really? <laughs> ah, brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's great fun. Yeah, yeah that's I loved great it. fun. Yeah. Yeah. And I know people um, around here in the spiritual community, because this is becoming a spiritual place, quote unquote, right. they're, doing, they're doing drugs like ayahuasca and stuff. And I, 
it seems like they're having tastes of it, but um, even the feeling that you're doing something like taking a drug to see it would seem to solidify the belief and feeling of separation. You know, that's why all techniques can be so hypnotic because if you're meditating and you feel like you're getting a glimpse of something, then you think you did it and it was caused. And if you think you did something, then it solidifies uh, the idea of a self who can or cannot do anything. Yeah. So, but yeah. Very interesting. Yeah. Because yeah. I think you can, you can get the sense of it, but then it's like uh, Alan Watts said about the hanging up the phone. I think either either the message has been received, either, or you believe that you've got a glimpse of it, but you just need to keep going and take loads more, and you'll finally get there. It's either yeah, yeah, it can happen. But then yeah. people can say it can happen walking down the road, or I mean, yeah. You, but there is yeah, a, I was I was cleaning a stove. You were cleaning the stove. Yeah, I was cleaning a stove, and I had the knob off the stove because we clean houses. And like suddenly, without any warning, <laughs> it was like my hand became the rag, became the knob, became the space, became the stove, became the air, became the wall, became everything. All thingness just disappeared. It's like wow. <laughs> so cleaning a stove. <laughs> You know, go and clean some stoves, Frank. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Get away from those damn drugs and do, you know, go and clean. Go and do the but, garden you know, like I've been asked to know, do. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, people who... Uh, then I finally get there. <laughs> but I have friends who, you know, they're, everyone just wants to feel good. And, you know, I, they're not interested in this. I don't think that anybody really wants this. <laughs> or would want, you know, the hell to find heaven to find there is no other side, to find there is no hell or heaven. <laughs> so, of course, I'll, I would say, oh, go for a walk. It makes you feel good or, you know, <laughs> do things like that. I'm kind of a health nut, so I'm, you know, really into nutrition and <laughs> exercise and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, leftover from the days when I was trying to feel good. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, it's the prescription in a way of any sort. The person's dying for a list, one way or another. They don't get a list, then you know what I mean. You need a list for life that to get you yeah. to a better place. So give you a list, and then you're happy. Don't just tell me it's what's happening. Just give me <laughs> a way to get to know, because you must know it's just what's happening. You must know yeah. that. What's happening? <laughs> you know what's? It's really funny because you're totally now broken up, and I'm hearing words like just this, and then do, 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 this, do, 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 this. Okay. <laughs> I think we did well. I think we did well. <laughs> Great to talk to you, Nancy. Wonderful talking to you. I'll talk to you soon. Love you. See you. Bye. Okay. Bye. Bye.
Hi, if you like the conversation that I just had and you'd like more, please hit the subscribe button. Thank you.